0: Podcast Network Asia.
1: What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, aka Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah. Hey, this is Zayda
0: Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You
1: need to go back to the drawing board
0: because your game absolutely sucked. Hey everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are pretty deadly. Yes, Yes, Hello, my name is Ina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling podcast.
1: You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C. Romaran and Chino Liao on an audio-only episode on the heels of a very wrestling-packed weekend. So before we get to this week's topic, which is all about uh, our eulogy to NXT UK, I gotta ask you guys, buhay pa ba kayo after this supersized weekend of wrestling? I haven't even gotten
0: through uh, the whole of Clash of the Castle yet. I stopped halfway through, so and nice. pa three and a half shows night yon pa My Thursday, homework guys. Yeah, uh, you got time. It's fine. I do
2: appreciate the fact that um, one of them was on Saturday. these said head to head, and even Worlds Collide and All Out didn't go head to head. So, kahit uh, they're competing, they knew that they shouldn't be overloading the fans, even though they did overload the fans. So um, there's enough time to get to it before Thursday. But uh, I don't think this was a good idea for anyone. Um, I think that both companies should come away with this, realizing that we shouldn't really go head to head on the same weekend. It's not a good, not because, um, not because it's bad for business, but it's really bad for the fans. And bahama saw so wrestling with all the wrestling that happened.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm going to co-sign that and uh, I'm going to speak as somebody who worked one of the shows. Uh, I'm still tired. I'm not physically physically from downing all the cold brew my body could handle right before Clash at the Castle and then sitting through parts of uh, All Out and Worlds Collide today in between a radio show. So um, yeah, it, it, it's super tiring. <laughs> I, I don't know any other way to put it other than I just want to take a long nap. Right yeah. after recording this podcast.
2: Right? I mean, like, uh, like if, if the fan base decides that it's too much wrestling, nobody's going to want to watch wrestling because it's a state of them trying to one-up each other and it's just it just ends up in us losing because we're so tired.
1: Yeah, which we, is not, not to say now. we're bitching about it. That, oh, look at these ungrateful people complaining that there's so much wrestling. Uh, I mean, like, wrestling is no, great. Yeah. It's just that too much of it can also be bad. Yeah, no. it's, a
0: good, it's a good problem to have. Yun na lang, yun na lang, yung sabihin natin. It's a good problem to have, but it's a problem nonetheless.
2: Oh, huwag na lang isabay. Yun lang naman ang, ang hinihiling
1: yeah. namin. Yeah, okay, okay, there, there, there. Uh, I think we can all agree on those sentiments. So, uh, our thoughts, obviously, on all the big shows that happened uh, All Out, Worlds Collide, Clash at the Castle. We're going to break all of that down on this Thursday's live stream. Uh, that's at 7 p.m. on Kumu and on facebook.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. But for this episode, we're going to talk about NXT UK, which had its final ever episode over the weekend. So, you know, you eulogize Nathan for this episode. But first, so much happened in our very vibrant Patreon community and you can be part of that as well and here's how you can do that
2: yeah uh, so again as you guys just heard we had two big shows uh, that we put up for the patrons live so um, a lot of fun was had by all and if you want to be a part of that if you want to experience what it's like Watching wrestling live with us, with your, uh, with your co-hosts that you are listening to right now, in real time, and get our thoughts in real time. About all you got to do is subscribe to our Patreon. There is a lot of time to subscribe for the next pay-per-view. It is at Patreon.com/slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. For as low as $5 or 280 pesos, you get access to our Discord community where all these conversations and events take place. You get access to our exclusive review content where I give my thoughts. Rowan gives his thoughts on the weekly shows, Raw, SmackDown, uh, Dynamite, NXT, Rampage, as well as pay-per-views, live events as well, uh, MWF as well, local wrestling as well and then uh, we also have merch uh, our line of merch that um, patrons can get for free one of our line for free and if we do passabys, which will likely be very soon you can also be a part of that and get dibs and again patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as 280 pesos
0: oh you yung to kamiskay roan dyan pwede but right. siyang kitain to discord yeah yeah he's y- very y- active like super oh. active during yeah. the live streams
1: yep mm. So uh, that's how you can be part of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron community. Alright, uh, let's say goodbye formally to NXT UK. Uh, they did also say goodbye na rin on social media. And with the final episode of NXT UK having aired Friday Manila time that wraps up a run that really started in 2017 with the very first United Kingdom Championship Tournament. And then after the 2018 tournament, not long after that, nagsimula na yung actual show. Uh, So I I guess the show itself was a little over four years across, what what was it, Uh, 150, 200 episodes. Um, What are your thoughts coming out of NXT UK formally closing its doors?
2: I didn't know why they had to close NXT UK to have NXT Europe. Because NXT UK was essentially NXT Europe. It just so happened that it was based in London. But it did feature the best of the best of European talents. Like you got uh, Walter, now Gunther, Pete Dunn, nah, not Pete Dunn, Ilya Dragunov, para, uh, the German talents, the Italian talents, Spanish talents, like A Kids slash Axiom. So it really was a melting pot for European wrestling. So I don't understand why they couldn't just uh, rebrand the show to NXT UK and not cancel it. Rebrand everything, rebrand the titles, uh, make them. NXT Europe instead of NXC UK, you can just change the name. The best. I I don't get why you had to close down shop and uh, really remake this and then let go
0: a lot of your talent when you can
2: just sign on a bunch of people and tour around Europe.
0: Baka parang, ano lang yan. Remember how I don't know if you guys know this, but Showtime, the EBS EBN show, <laughs> rebranded itself to its Showtime.
2: Oh, was it? Did and they close? When, and
0: when they did that, uh. they said magtatapos na ang showtime <laughs> and then the very next day they had this whole ceremony with a firing barrel and then the next episode after that it's showtime
1: time. was
0: it's exactly the same thing ro is saying difference uh, it's just it's exactly the same thing NXT, you know what's in a name you know bingo what's in a
1: name Unlike NXT UK rather, di naman nang trabaho yung mga hosts ng It's Showtime.
0: I oh, there is still Showtime though. It's, no, I mean, uh, like when
2: they,
1: made, when they made
2: that rebranding, di naman, wala, di, na wala.
0: See, this, it's uh, the exact same thing. Yeah, exactly. yeah. It's the exact same product. They just added uh, it's... a pronoun to the <laughs> beginning of it. So, <laughs> <laughs> bakit, they, you they just added a pronoun to the beginning of the word, but it's the exact same product. Itong NXT UK tsaka NXT Europe, di ba? Well, UK is in Europe, so bakit nila, bakit nila kailangan gulawin? Eh, nag-Brexit, or... di ba? <laughs> from, from the EU stand, nag from, like from the continent. Not from the Europe? continent.
1: <laughs> can you do that? Like... No, I, I don't think yeah. you can like, leave a continent. <laughs> yeah, di ba? <laughs> But anyway, um yeah, tatanga uh, from the from the conversation in fact that there were a lot of talent who were let go. Um if you go to the uh, Wikipedia page of the WWE personnel, um, wala nang NXT UK tab, so it's, it's it's just the unassigned wrestlers, and these are the only holdovers uh, from NXT UK that did not make the transition yet to NXT 2.0. Uh, Iyil na, na talaga sila, like I, I I'm guessing seven or eight wrestlers, maybe a little bit more. Uh, like Ilya Dragunov, Rampage Brown. Uh, I believe Oliver Carter is still there. Uh, from the women, the only name I remember is Aliyah James. I think. Uh, So yeah, I I, I don't remember everyone else. Mako. Ayun, Meiko Satamura, who obviously uh, was part of Worlds Collide today. So, yeah, um, almost everybody else, uh, especially if you're uh, uh, a regular viewer of NXT UK, they also said goodbye on social media. People like Trent Seven, see Ashton Smith, uh, the the guys from D Familia outside of uh, Charlie Dempsey, uh, the women, see Asaya Brookside, etc. All of them uh, said goodbye on social media. And, you know, all all of these wrestlers, they're all very talented. Like, I'm, I'm sure they'll be able to land on their feet. I'm sure uh, wherever they end up going, they will be assets. Uh, But um, I I just don't know how NXT Europe is going to start. Like, uh, of course, the holdovers are probably your building blocks. And then, where do they go from here? I I don't know. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead.
0: Sorry, I'm concerned is the older wrestlers. eh? Like, the younger guys have more time on their hands. But when you're a wrestler in the same age range as Rampage Brown and uh, Mako, Parang, do you have enough time in your career to be doing this? Is it smart for the WWE to invest in in seasoned veterans like Rampage Brown and-, and Mako? And kung ikaw si Mako and Rampage Brown, would you want to spend the latter half of your career waiting for something that might not include you? Diba? Parang may time factor din kasi for if you're an older talent.
2: I think for the people that you mentioned, uh, yung role nila is magiging player coach. So. Yeah, that's uh, Mako's role right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, debas So um, there will be a role for them, uh, especially if the crux of, or the majority of the uh, talents that you're going to sign from Europe are the younger guys. So talagang, uh, I think nina mansalam wa walandan. And uh, if I were them, if I were that, advanced in age I would be I would want to be a part of a company that is the biggest wrestling company in the world which I assume pays like the biggest wrestling company in the world while having that uh job security that comes with it so because they were held over I don't think that they have anything to be afraid of
1: mm. In terms of the stories, uh, I thought it was pretty fitting. that even though hindi nila sinadja, the very last match of the show was Tyler Bates versus Trent Seven. So in a way, it really ties back to the origins of NXT UK, which really began with Tyler Bates being the first United Kingdom champion, and then yung story nila as Mustache Mountain. Uh, you know, ag- again. It's not like Sinajanila, but they were able to wrap a bow around that at least. Nah, Tyler Bates and Trent Seven had their blow-off match for the United Kingdom Championship. Uh there was a sense of, I guess um, finality to it, a little bit of closure, but for the other stories, for example, see Blair Davenport, she had just uh, won the uh, right to challenge Mako Satomura again, which happened at Worlds Collide, so good for her. But uh, you know, a lot of the other stories were left up in the air, stories like The Familia, yung saw, you know, Heritage Cup Championship, where Noam Dar had just uh, regained it from Mark Coffey. On on the last episode of NXT UK, dun ako sayangan first and foremost because I'd gotten really invested in NXT UK as a show, especially when it came back uh, at the end of 2020. Yeah,
2: super serendipitous nga yung uh, yung final main event, but uh, that's about the only part that was serendipitous. So uh, sayang den. Uh, oh well, but at least they have
1: that. Uh, Chino, what did you like about NXT UK? Because I think uh, pre-pandemic. We never really talked about it, you and I.
0: It's more of a well, you know, but sporadically. You know, it's not something I would wait for. It's not something I would keep up to date with. NXT in general must NXT stateside I must black and gold. Ako. Um and because of my exposure to blood, the black and gold black the black and gold brand, there we go. I uh was exposed to a little bit of NXT UK with their excursions. Of talent, the Boboonda So I I love the uh, the United Kingdom Championship tournament um, where we first got to meet the likes of Pete Dunn. Diba? and and I also just watched that because I started watching the May Young Classic. Nah, dunmo Ripley and Tony Storm. So your exposure ko to NXT UK is kind of as a byproduct of me watching other brands. Um, and yeah, may mga hindi ako masundan. I'm not really a fan of British products. Kumbaga, like it's, not, it's not, I'm not anglophobic, it's just not my cup of tea uh ironically. So I never really something I prioritized. However, I just wanted to, you know, keep up with the times and I enjoy Conan mm-hmm.
1: it. you were watching it from the get-go, like you really uh followed it to the point of you even writing a review column at a certain point. Yeah, yeah. Um
2: I started with the United Kingdom Championship Tournament. Because uh, back then, I British wrestling cause I had this reputation of being like strong style, like Japanese. So the modern British wrestling really was influenced by the Japanese, the mainstream Japanese style. So uh, when somebody put on indie promotions from the UK, I made sure to watch. And um, I liked that Triple H put together a tournament of the best, United Kingdom wrestlers so not just from England from but from all over as well and because it was not touched by Vince McMahon's influence I wanted to watch it and uh, as we know as we all know it did turn out really well because it showcased the style that back then in the ka mainstream to WWE so uh, WWE still insisted on the WWE style which is a lot slower and a lot more uh, Less is more. It was only until after they signed a bunch of the ROH guys and those guys came into vogue that we have the, the style that we know now, the modern style. But nas, nas it Must not showcase. And then because back then as well, we had black and gold NXT that was really, really good, I knew that mm-hmm. NXT UK was also going to be uh, that good in the same vein. So... Um, it was two concurrent NXT products, slightly different, but also the same of the same quality. And must pronounce pronounced when uh, especially when NXT became NXT 2.0 and kind of reverted back to the WWE mainstream style. So uh, NXT UK became the last holdover of Triple H's vision for NXT. And the uncha must na emphasize na sobrang galing ng mga wrestlers to that. That's why I ended up writing the column because uh, I, I really enjoyed how great it was despite the pandemic and despite NXT becoming NXT 2.0
1: i actually didn't follow nxt uk until the pandemic i mean i i knew the wrestlers i knew galos i knew uh, volta I, I i knew of Ilya dragunov um, i would probably watch clips here and there but i just didn't have the time for nxt uk and i think i only really started watching it nung ako leading up to nxt takeover brooklyn because i knew that i was going to watch volta versus pete dunn so that was my first uh taste talaga of the actual product and then when the pandemic happened, you know, you know, we were all stuck at home, we were bored, de right? So when NXT UK came along, I was like, okay, you know, th- th- that's one more show with wrestlers I actually know. So when I started getting into it, I was like, wow, this is really fun. I'd been missing out. So uh, sobrang sobrang enjoy ko siya, especially at a time during the pandemic when we were all looking forward to, to uh, alleviate our boredom with some wrestling. And I was very impressed with how they were able to. Uh, just continue putting out content after that little lay, uh, layoff because of COVID. So um, that's a testament to everybody who was involved. Na, Nagawa nila ng paraan. And uh, I, I would venture out to say that in the WWE umbrella, silayong huling show who kept performing in front of no fans. Because at a certain point, diba the main roster brought in the PC uh, students, the PC trainees, they about to cheer, and then they had the, the Thunderdome for a while uh, until I would say. Uh, 2022, early part of this year. NXT UK had zero fans. Uh, Those are super difficult um, conditions to perform in. So uh, a whole lot of credit uh, to everybody who performed under those conditions. And, nga atulit ng sabi mo ro, sobrang na appreciate ko sa NXT UK how it became the one hour NXT that we used to have in the 2010s that we no longer really had when 2.0 came into the picture. So that's what I'm gonna miss most about NXT UK. That really solid hour of wrestling that I can just appreciate from start to finish. Cause as much as I wanna say that about Rampage, it's just not as must watch to me as NXT UK was.
2: To be fair, um, NXT UK wasn't always must-watch. So they taped, like NXT used to, they taped in batches. So that means your main eventers won't always appear on the show. So there were times uh, when I was reviewing NXT UK, there were times that, okay, this is, the matches are good, pero the stories were not must-watch. So uh that's kind of also why I also fell out of reviewing it. Because um not every episode was going to have Walter versus Ida Dragunov. And there was a time when Walter didn't appear for months on end. And they mm. were they were uh, grappling with the lack of, of a top title. So that was pretty bad. And it wasn't always perfect. But you can always count on the wrestlers to put on good matches because uh, they put a premium on the work rate style of match.
0: There are times during the run of UK wherein in they pero rock and roll talaga ng nxt uk may mga times nila perform sa sa festivals sa ilalim ng ah, tent yeah. yung right? download like, festival it was, yeah, yeah, right they, they did that a few times and it's like so le like, hindi imagine the wwe production gayo pero a tent kanunip perform it's not not anything it's not nothing against tent performers no it was a, right? a music yeah. festival that's da why it, so, so they, yun guys. Eh. so uh, parang it's feel nun. But then at the same time, you are watching technically independent wrestlers, they assigned under the WWE banner. So I get that, I get that. But you times lang na, yun nga, when you talk about not being able to be invested in the story. I means din ako sa point that I wasn't invested because of, of the production value.
1: Um, sticking with the stories, uh, something I loved about NXT UK was how I can remember even the non-main event stories, and that's not something I can say about 2.0 all the time. Or sometimes, um, pre Triple H on the main roster, you main roster mismo. Like it's hard to really juggle all of these stories, and as a fan to remember all of them, it does take a bit of effort. But with NXT UK, for some reason, they did a good job of making me as a fan remember all the smaller stories. For example, uh, I I can't forget yung Arnie Saxon, Huxley. No, sa kung paano refined or uh, yung story with the, the familiar stories with the different groups that they feuded with, like Gallus or Kenny Williams and his feud with Amir Jordan and how see si Tiger Turan came into the picture. Like these were not stories for any championships. Pero naalala ko siya, tumatak sa akin and yun nga, parang uh, it, 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 coupled with my uh, attachment to the brand even more. Mas, mas ko siya kasi parang I, I didn't need to be attached to championships. And I don't always like these grudge matches. But the fact na nasundan ko siya on NXT UK says a lot about how they were telling these stories. So that, that was something that I appreciated.
2: Yeah. Um yun, yeah, um they, they did do a good job of highlighting the mid-card stories once a month. But yeah, um you don't always tune in for the mid-card stuff. Like um I, I like Kenny Williams versus Amir Jordan, but I didn't want that to main event my episode of NXT UK. De ba? Mm. So um, I wanted to see Walter all the time. I wanted to see Dragunov all the time. And I didn't get that. So that was kind of the downside of taping in batches. There's also kind of the
0: downside of having an hour yeah. and then having such a deep roster. De ba? Mm. Because Nintendia ng NXT UK because it was a Triple H product, Intendia nila na hindi kila a ng wrestlers sa TV all the time, something uh AEW tends to do a lot. Yeah, so in that one hour, they really gave people their time to shine. It's just that sometimes hindi natin gusto yung and that's part of anything really. You can't love everything a hundred percent. So, parang. Nagigets ko yung point niya yun na hindi, hindi siya invested material all the time. But then there were sometimes na, maglanunyo ako, i become pleasantly surprised yeah. by the performers. Diba? I didn't expect to love them as much. I didn't expect to be an Isla Dawn fan. But then naging Isla Dawn fan ako, I wasn't expecting to be a, a, an Alba Fire, FKA uh, Kaylee Ray fan. But then I, that also ended up happening even before she became a champion. So para. There were points in time that I became pleasantly surprised by the amount of talent that that roster had. Uh,
1: there was also something distinctly different about the flavor and the presentation of the show. Now, even though you know you're watching a WWE product, it's something you wa- uh, you touched on Kanina Chino. Uh, when I started watching it regularly during the pandemic, um, it, it just really felt different from the colors that are to... Uh, the way that uh, they were doing camera work, even the way that the hard cam and you know, orientation yeah, is very different from a normal WWE show, uh, it just really uh, set itself apart. And my dad and I would pr- watch it together because I would be having lunch on the iPad side and my dad could like hear it. And he would be very confused, like, hindi alam kung WWE ba yung pinapanud ko o hindi. And he would ask me, like, WWE ba yan? And I'd be like, yeah, it's NXT UK. Because of the way that Andy Shepard and Nigel McGuinness would have their, their banter and uh, th- the style in which they, commentary so i appreciate ko yun kasi, um, as as someone who's long wanted uh nxt asia it really served as the blueprint for what could be uh something that would exist in our region down the road
2: but we wanted nxt asia we wanted to see nxt japan uh whatever nxt in our neck of the woods was because uh it would have helped a lot of guys it would have helped the scene and uh William Regal speaks a lot to this because there were early criticisms of NXT UK that it kind of put the indies in the UK out of business because uh, it became the biggest show in town, right? Yeah. But uh, on the flip side, on the worker's side, on the wrestler's side, it gave them steady opportunities. It, it kept them employed. It kept the best employed and it gave, it gave you mga aspirants something to uh, aim towards, right? So uh, if you were a young... British wrestler trying to make a living, uh, wh- why wouldn't you want a steady job employed with the WWE? So yeah. uh, there, I, I've always liked that part of it, even though I'm not from the UK. Uh, I appreciated that there was a, a company that tried to set the standard.
0: Talaga. See, Pete Dunn uh, said something about this. Na he defended the fact that the NXT UK sort of took over. Uh, pun intended, the, the independence in, in the UK because it provided jobs for people. Diba? It provided jobs for somebody like him who hmm. was a journeyman all up exactly. until his NXT tenure. Siya, and he had the family to feed. So how do you keep your family mo on, on something like that? So uh, at least ito, may stable income. you TV, you know what your schedule is like. Di kan nagag well three hundred days a year, but in di in the sense that you go travel from town to town and then the babayaka with a hot dog in a handshake, right? So this time around, at least it's a more stable source of income, and for people like me, done who have families, that means a lot.
1: Yeah, the uh, criticism of Bangit Moro it's very similar to the criticism that, oh, look at uh, these uh, basketball leagues in Taiwan and Japan and Korea taking away our local basketball players. It's the same principle, right? Uh, the cream rises to the top, yeah. they, they get the better jobs, and then whatever jobs there are locally, the more opportunities than for the local talents to make uh, a livelihood out of uh, their craft. So, um, something like NXT UK having existed and um, you know having the run that it did was, uh, I, I would say, a net positive because of what it did for the industry at large
2: yeah as a wrestler we all just want to get paid Uh, we're we're breaking we're killing ourselves out there and the fact that we can't get paid is kind of what deters a lot of people from the industry
0: yeah, I mean, the, in in general, everybody just wants to get paid, oh, right? Right? no matter what industry you're in. And you mga that, "Oh, It's just that those people aren't the people who get paid, diba? It's just that there's a fact of life. So pag So
1: yeah, plus yeah. It, uh, it it goes underreported that the NXT UK talents, a lot of them had very unique contract situations compared yeah. to the main roster. Marami naging uh, nagquento nito over the years. Now, they would get signed to an NXT UK contract, but they would be able to work independent dates. We saw a lot of the European wrestlers contracted with NXT UK also plugging shows that they were at outside of WWE, whether that's in the UK or the rest of Europe. So I would uh, say now they actually had a decent. Uh, Situation if they were able to do that.
2: Yeah. Uh, that was a good thing because uh, Triple H didn't want to shut down the independent scene. Talaga. Like he wanted to steal from it, yes, but he had to feed it because uh, that's where he was going to get uh, his future talent then. So you can't kill the others surrounding you, the, the ones that rely on you as well. So um, it's, it's, it's a business. It's increasingly complex. There's an entire ecosystem surrounding it. And I'm glad that he wasn't like Vince in that regard, uh, isolated from the competition and from the other smaller players that helped inadvertently get them to where they
1: are. Yeah, that was something that uh, I, I thought was pretty admirable about their setup over there. Um, as we begin to wind down here, let's just talk about your favorite moments natin from NXT UK. Were there any favorite stories or favorite matches that you'll take away from this NXT UK run?
0: Yiba Rose said at the beginning of this episode that NXT or UK Wrestling rather, had this reputation of being strong style. And I think NXT UK had a lot of, to do with that because I saw all out matches like Walter versus Tyler Bate. Yiba? Uh Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunn. Uh Pete Dunn versus Walter. A lot of this involved the same people more or less. Pero the amount the impact that they showcased in all those hits, uh, it's just it, it's bone-chilling. And Nagustoankeyon about about that sort of wrestling, because up until that moment. We in WWE. We just came. We're just coming off Clash at of the Castle. Walter versus uh, sorry, Gunther versus Sheamus was one of those exact same matches that I, I'm talking about. lang 30 minutes of and it's just it's so awe inspiring to see.
2: Well, the greatest moment of NXT UK TV was uh, Ilya Dragunov versus Walter one, uh, that from 2020. Uh, but also, uh, if we're counting yung uh, pre-proto-NXC UK days in the um, NXT UK Championship, uh, the United Kingdom Championship Tournament. Back then, it was a WWE United Kingdom Championship. Yeah. Uh, the first one was really good. Uh, Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunne. Great stuff. Uh, proved that Tyler Bate is a phenom at his uh, very young age. Pete Dunne as well. Uh, a lot of those things. Uh, I especially liked uh, the... The very first Heritage Cup championship tournament. I say I really, really enjoyed uh, their introduction of British rules and how they uh, pretty much um, honored that tradition of British wrestling by giving their own take on it. So that was pretty fun. And it was a great moment for all involved. Everyone was, uh, everyone proved themselves uh, a worthy talent. They showed why they were signed to WWE. And it was just really great TV. The the British Rounds matches are some of the best wrestling TV you'll find in
1: WWE. Yeah, I'm gonna springboard of uh, what Ro said. And uh, say my favorites were the tournaments and the Heritage Cup uh, matches. The tournaments, because... Kasi... NXT UK never really had or very rarely had these storylines where some rando goes out and challenges the champion, which is a typical trope now on the main roster. Right? That's why AEW came out and said, oh, we have a ranking system. With NXT UK, there were almost always tournaments or number one contendership matches to determine who was next in line. And I appreciated that little detail because it meant that whoever was challenging really earned their spot. And it wasn't a matter of whoever uh, just took the mic and said, I got next. So, sobrang na appreciate ko from NXT UK storytelling. And then the second, yung the Heritage Cup uh, matches um, was not something I thought I would enjoy. And um, very limited naman kasi exposure to British rules matches Heading into NXT UK And when I saw the prototype of the Manila rules match ng MWF I didn't understand it at all I was like How can you have psychology in a match Na structured into rounds So I didn't understand it But when the Heritage Cup rules matches came into the fold I was like Okay, I get it now um, This is how you tell a story In this very unique type of match structure So those two things I really appreciated uh, coming out of NXT UK and I'm really going to miss those now that uh the show has said goodbye.
0: I uh I'm going to miss it. Um uh, I'm I'm a little sad that I've taken it for granted. i the episodes that we've talked about here on this very pod. Uh however, I'm hopeful for NXT Europe because in uh, as much as I want to see I, I want NXT UK to continue we are getting NXT Europe in its place and sana successful yung NXT Europe to a point na magkakaroon ng NXT Asia, NXT Southeast Asia, di ba? Na parang a rising tide lifts all boats. I've said that many times here on the pod and sana totoo to in this case.
2: I'm I'm gonna miss the NXT UK talent that we've come to love over the years. But I don't think I'm gonna miss NXT UK as a concept because I think NXT Europe is just gonna continue the same thing. Like Chino said, it really is its showtime in in, in WWE. So I think it's gonna be the same thing, right? Like, why would you mess with that formula, mm. especially when it worked for NXT and when it worked for the people that they brought over from the UK to the US? So uh, it's Gonna be the same thing, but with more European talent, probably more from Germany, Italy, uh, France, Spain. So, and we're uh, they're not as broadcast as the American stuff, right? So, um, I think they're gonna take that, and I hope that they don't apply the NXC 2.0 formula. Um, there's a chance that it will, but I don't think it will then. Um, I think, uh, I hope that they're gonna use what made NXT UK work all through these years and use that to, to develop uh, the next generation of European talent.
1: Yeah, um, exciting times, but and even though it's kind of sad now, nah, you know, we did. Uh, see a lot of the NXT UK talents we've come to know and love get released. Um, I'm I'm excited to see what what new names and faces will uh, come to know through NXT Europe. if uh, you know Triple H was able to bring the likes of Ilya and 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 uh, Volta into wwe's fold um i i don't know who's next and that is the exciting part of nxt europe which will be making its way onto our screen sometime in 2023 so uh thank you very much to nxt uk all of the uh talents production crew writers coaches involved um and you know good luck to everybody because uh i'd like to think that as a whole um it, it's still a very promising time uh in the sport of professional wrestling Now as we uh, end the podcast As always You can support the show Through your online shopping And you can do that uh, Through one of two ways The first is through Lazada
2: Yep 99 is happening this Friday Uh, I think um, It's gonna last for a couple of days Or maybe just one day for Lazada Uh, The pod uh, The affiliate link Is podlink.co Slash IAM Podlink.co Slash the letters IAM Uh Type that in a mobile browser, at the cart, and check out from the app. What you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost.
1: And the other way to do that is through your online shopping over on Shopee. Yep. The affiliate link for our Shopee affiliate
2: program, uh, all you got to do is use the affiliate link podlink.co slash w9x, podlink.co slash letter w, the number nine and the letter x. Again, type that in a mobile browser and check out from the app so you can help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost.
1: Alright, and if you love the conversations that we have here on the show Whether it's audio-only episodes like this Where we can uh, pay tribute to certain topics like NXT UK Or go through a listicle like we've been doing in previous weeks uh, you know, um, Hit us up on TikTok and Twitter Let us know what you want to talk about It's at Wrestling2xPod You can ask questions, you can leave comments And just be part of the conversation Even though we're not having a podcast And then, sempre, uh, there's always an open invite to be part of our livestream uh, we've got a very active community That comments every live stream That happens Thursdays at 7pm On Kumu at Wrestling Wrestling Pod And on Facebook.com Slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast You can follow us individually And keep the conversation going as well It is at Monday Night Rowan For Rowan ASH At China Supersized At Row is War And at Underscore Stan C for me Thank you very much to all of our producers over at PNA for doing the work that they do behind the scenes. And thank you for following the podcast, subscribing, liking, uh, and and sharing the pod and letting people know that we exist. And as we get out of here, on behalf of Romoran and Chino Liao, my name is Stancy reminding everyone to keep your masks on, get your vaccines and boosters if and when you can. And we'll see you this Thursday for our next live stream of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. We're out. Peace.